the Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe. It's electrified. Boogie, woogie, woogie. So you can boogie, woogie, woogie into the forest. Boogie. Boogie, woogie, woogie through the mud. Or boogie, woogie, woogie to work, where you boogie, woogie, woogie down the hall to your boss's office to tell him you quit. Sure got the boogie. Then you boogie, woogie, woogie to the elevator as he boogie, woogie, woogies after you, begging, please, take me with you. Boogie. The electrified Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe. Learn more at Jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 at Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Hope you guys enjoyed your bye weekend. I sure did, especially yesterday at about 3 o'clock when the Miami Dolphins beat the Bills, baby. You think I'd start the show without, without a Dolphins mention? I thought for sure, today? yeah, I thought for sure you'd be playing this song. Well, I have the, I have the song ready at all times, okay. pulled up. What song? The uh, Miami Dolphins fight song, of course. They were playing that right after the win. As they should have. And you know what? If I was there, I would have been screaming and losing my voice to that song. I thought I thought you'd be more decorated today. You do have a pullover. What do you call that? This is a pullover and a polo. Oh. I mean, that's, that's double whammy, <laughs> yeah. my friend. I if I get a little hot, guess what? This comes off, and I'm still representing today. Yeah, it was a great win for what the Dolphins. What a win. 21-19. Miami Dolphins, by the way, before this game tonight, Giants... Cowboys, the only Cowboys. undefeated team left. Yeah, in the AFC. In the AFC. Yeah, in the AFC. In the a- which is the loaded conference. Wait the loaded second. conference. There's, a, there's undefeated in the NFC, right? Well, the, the Giants are 2-0. Yeah. And the Eagles are 3-0. They look really good. They look really good. The Eagles, Eagles look, look really, really good. good. Yep. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. So the only undefeated team left in the AFC is the, your Miami Dolphins. And by the way, that's not just 3-0. That's 3-0 in conference play. Okay? So 3-0 in the AFC. And that's also 2-0 in the division. So with the Bills. Hello. The Bills. Hello. What, what happened? The Bills got the ball back with 128. Was that what it is? Yeah, the Dolphins no puncher timeouts. hit his own guy in the butt on the in the end zone. <laughs> I can't imagine, by the way, how that would feel. You know, we talk about blocking a punt with your hands, you know, as a guy coming. How about you're standing in front of your punter and the ball goes up your butt <laughs> and deflects out okay. of the end zone. Okay. I'm just saying, if you didn't that see was that, graphic, Jim. it's uh it's the play everyone's laughing at. But guess what? Those laughable plays usually end up in a Dolphins embarrassing or pathetic loss. Not this time. Not this time. You, your defense held. Uh, Josh Allen had sixty three pass attempts yesterday. Jeez. The Bills had the ball for over forty minutes of game time. The Dolphins had 212 yards. The Bills had 497, and the Dolphins are victorious. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the, it was two to one on time of possession yes, too. Bill in yeah, favor of the Bills. Forty minutes, yeah. forty minutes for yeah. that. But you know what? Winners forty win. minutes. They had they had the ball in in a hundred degree weather. I mean, it was it was ninety, but it, it felt like ninety nine in Miami. It was wiltering, 
hot. That's why I sent that text to you. Your, your defense held up in the heat. It, it yes. looked like players were dying out there. No, the every, every other player, there's a cramp on oh. either the Dolphins or the Bills, and they, everybody was just left, leaving the game. It was, it was a survival, game of survival, and the Dolphins survived more than the Bills. Congrats. Everyone's Super Bowl favorites goes down in week three in Miami. I thought there'd be like a tank with a dolphin swimming around. There it is. Miami has a dolphin, the greatest football team. We yes. bring the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Come Dolphins. On. I had to play it. I had to play it. Off the bat. Dolphins, victorious. Good job. That's for everybody. All of the listeners that demanded a Dolphin show today, you got it right there. Sure, sure. Well, come on. Come on. No, that was good. Where's your happiness at? It's no, a big I was, day. I was really happy it's for It's a big you. day. I, I was genuinely happy for you yesterday. Thank you. We'll have more of that in NFL winners and losers. I you, was you, know, you know who number one will be in winners. So that's pretty I was awful. worried you're just going to get your heart broken. Well, that's typical. But the last two weeks, the Dolphins have uh, come back and, uh, and also held off. A good okay, team. Okay, let's uh, talk some football. So this weekend, yeah, a Saturday, there was college games that you were watching, and I was watching it or, or tracking. I was actually out camping, but I was able to track these games. Um, we, we will save Kansas State for next segment. So, so hold your Adrian Martinez takes for next segment, please, because we will certainly give him his own segment. But let's go back earlier in the day on Saturday. And a game I thought should have had college game day there because it never happens is Kansas and Duke. Kansas Sip, you, you told me, you texted me, they look pretty good. They would beat Nebraska. I agree with you. Nebraska, Kansas would beat Nebraska right now, I think, pretty handily at this moment. Well, it would be a bad matchup because Kansas's offense is good. Kansas doesn't have much of a defense. Now, hold on. I just said it would be a bad matchup. Maybe it would be a good matchup because no. Nebraska could score against Kansas. Anyway. Kansas beats Duke 35-27. to And by the way, we got to give a shout out not just to Lance Leipold, our guy who is now three and four and zero at Kansas, four and zero on the season. Jalen Daniels is a stud. The quarterback yeah. at Kansas, yeah. all four games this year has been not just good but remarkably good. On Saturday, he was nineteen to twenty three for three twenty four and four touchdowns, and also on the ground, eleven carries, eighty three yards, and a touchdown. That guy is a difference maker. And I'll tell you this right now: if Kansas keeps winning. If they keep winning, you will hear that name in the Heisman talk. You will. Yeah, easy. I mean, it's a big if. It's a big if at this point. Easy. We're through September 26th. If they keep winning, you will certainly hear that name in the conversation. Right. I feel confident about that if they win. Right. But Um, he's a great story. He's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's a great story in that he was a terrible quarterback early in his career. And what happened? He... Jalen Daniels. No, he what developed. Did he, yes. He developed. Yes. He got better. Right. He worked hard and he developed. He was a 50% passer in 2020. One TD. Okay, let's just do it this way. In 2020 pandemic season, watched him play. Okay. Thought the kid's terrible. They, they got to, I, I thought at times, get him off the field. 50% passer in 2020 on the season. One TD, four interceptions. Okay. One TD, four interceptions. Lance comes in last year. Okay. He's a six, 69.2% passer, 
seven TDs, three interceptions. You know, still not, still not much. Acceptable. Better, better efficiency, but not much otherwise. This year, 71% passer, 890 yards, already eclipsed last year's yardage. Already eclipsed last year's yardage. <laughs> four games. Uh, 11 TDs, one interception. And like you say, Jalen Daniels, Jalen Daniels is one of the best quarterbacks in the country right He's now. He's playing incredible football. And Kansas is putting up points. Yeah. I mean, 35 points against a team at Duke that – had a shutout this year. They, they shut out Temple 30-0 to mm-hmm. off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat Northwestern, of course, who's a terrible. But Jalen Daniels, coming out of high school, you're big on recruiting rankings. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that tomorrow, big time. Jalen Daniels, coming out of Lawndale, California, which is right over by LAX. I've seen the school. Um, right, o- right, it's just a ma- it's a, not, not very far off from LAX. Was rated the 2,305th best player in the country in high school by 24-7 sports. 24-7 sports rated him the 2,305th best high school player in the country. Now, he's in California, and he got lost in that, that California quarterback class of DJ Ugalele. Um, is that, that good? close. Uyunglele. Uyunglele. Um, CJ, CJ Stroud. Yep. Uh, Bryce Young, all California kids in that same class. He got lost, and he was going, you know, he was going to Middle Tennessee State and flipped with two days with two days before the signing day and went to Kansas. He was not highly recruited at all. But here he is now. And you know what happened to last year? Last year, here's what happened. He could have redshirted after his fourth game. I think it was either last year or 2020. He could have, red, he could have redshirted, called it good, and said, we've we're, we're got a bad record, I'm redshirting. He didn't. And that, that was a big moment for him in, it, you know, in his teammates' eyes and his coaches' eyes because they had some momentum. They had some momentum in the program, and he said, I don't want the momentum to stop. Well – like a lot of kids, like Lance said, I read, read a quote. A lot of kids say, "I'm good. I'm I, I'm just gonna I'm just thinking about myself right now." A lot of kids these days say that. Not in him. Jalen Daniels said, "No, I can't do that. Well, I can't do I that." I think if you're Jalen Daniels, you could you could sense momentum in the program. It's going the right direction. Let me let me take you back real quick, Sip, to last year when I went to that game in Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't even playing. It was Jason Bean was the quarterback. That's right. The backup quarterback who is still at Kansas, Jason Bean. Started the game and looked pretty good yeah, he's in a close right. loss to Oklahoma. Now, Lance came on our show, show that year and said, hey, well, Jason's kind of up and down. He's, he has some good performances, and then he has a bad performance. And, and that game was good by Jason Bean. But Jalen Daniels has been only consistently very, very good so far. And that's why Jason Bean is clearly the backup quarterback now in Kansas. Yeah. Um, Jalen Daniels is – now, it's one of those discussions. I wouldn't – they don't lean on him like Nebraska leaned on Adrian Martinez. They have two. They have a lot of good skill players. Yeah, Kansas, but Kansas, yeah, Kansas, Kansas yeah. has a lot of good skill players. I watched the play where where High shot Daniel yeah. Highshaw. Yeah, it wasn't a long pass. He just kept cutting and, and breaking tackles and juking and jiving. He goes seventy one, seventy one yards for a score. Seventy one yards for a score. That's their that's their number two running back. Okay, Highshaw's not their guy. Yep. Um, their guy got went down, and they also have Sevion Morrison. But Sevion Morrison, you know, transferred to Kansas, and he didn't right. crack their top two. He's the three or four. He, 
He's three or four. Yeah, two carries for three yards. Yeah. The guy you're talking about is uh, Neil, Devin Neal. Yeah. Neal, Neal had nine carries for 54 yards but got hurt. Got hurt. That's unfortunate because he, he's been awesome this year. He's been really good. What Lance has is three or four really good receivers and two pretty good tight ends. And those guys run really good routes in a very – now here's the thing, Jake. This is the thing you watch. And we'll talk about Aranda here in a second, okay. Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda at Baylor. But what you would agree with, I know, because you've watched Kansas, is they are clearly, clearly very well coached. Yes, they are. <laughs> of course they're well coached. I'm getting, you don't go from the pits of college football for 10 to 12 years to beating Texas and nearly beating Oklahoma last right, year, right. despite still going 3-9, and, right. and then – Starting off 4-0 this year against not cupcakes. The first game was a cupcake against Tennessee Tech. It was. And then they beat on the road back-to-back games, Houston, or West Virginia, and then Houston. I'm right. sorry. You can say those aren't great teams. I'm going to say those are good teams. Those are fine teams. Mm-hmm. If Nebraska beat Houston on the road, we'd be partying right now. We'd be shocked right now. Or if we beat West Virginia on we, the we road. We wouldn't be partying because we'd be shocked and we right. wouldn't be able to respond. Yeah, you know, he could still party a little we might bit. might be able to pull out of the shock. Now, Stop so, yeah. bringing down the Kansas wins. They're very good wins. It's a 4-0 start. It's awesome. It is. Now, again, visibly well coached. What do I mean? They make plays at critical times on offense with well-schemed plays. They, they have schemed up well around that quarterback, but they don't over-rely on him. They work around the defense. And... Lance manages the game at a really high level, reminds me in that regard of P.J. Fleck. If you watch Lance on the sideline, he doesn't, he doesn't run the – he doesn't call the offense, doesn't call the defense. He's an offensive coach, but he doesn't call anything. He manages the game. CEO. CEO. And he has always got his – he always has his eye on the clock. He's heavily involved, even though he's the C- CEO. He's heavily involved. You can see it. He's talking to guys coming off the sideline. He's working refs a lot. Um, he's he's what I know about him is he's always on the clock. PJ Fleck is that way too. Well, they're thinking clock all the time. You know what what play do we run at a certain time? How are we managing punts? All of that. It's all a big factor. And, and in, in the in the end, it usually pays off. He had to make some big decisions in that game. It was a close game in the end. Duke Duke is good too, by the it's way. A good team. Yeah, Duke, Mike Elko's got a squad. Yeah, Riley Leonard is their quarterback, who had a fabulous game too, just sort of one step behind Jalen Daniels. Yeah, he was twenty four of thirty five, three twenty four touchdown, no picks, pretty good, and ran ten times, fifty four yards. Also, now the reason we're talking about this so much is because if you have a hot board right now of coaches that could become coaches at Nebraska, which has a job opening, if you're driving through from Albuquerque, Nebraska has a yeah, Nebraska has a, actually two job. Well, they have a head coach job opening. They actually have a defensive coordinator. But you know how that goes. Um, head coach job opening. Leipold probably wouldn't be number one right now. It would be Aranda. If you have a hot board, if you have a hot board, I'd put Dave Aranda number one. What if Leipold got to nine wins this season? Yeah, then he, I don't yeah. know how he could be number one at that point. <laughs> Again, well, right now, it, it's, does. it's it's all playing out here. He's not going to get to nine. The defense, the de- now, if you want to stay on Kansas, the defense is very limited when they when they play re- teams with really well. 
physical receivers are going to give them problems. Their corners are good. They're good, but they're not physical. Well, wow. guess what? Kansas can score. It's going to be track meets. Yeah, it's track meets. It's track meets. Might win some games 56 to 57, you know, 55, 56. That's what they'll good. have to do. Yeah. If their defense isn't bad, Jake, it's not bad, but it's not very physical. Okay? You can pound it at them. You can pound well, it at them. They're in the right conference, aren't they, then? Well, in a, yeah, for the most part. That, that – I don't know. Those teams don't look like I was watching Oklahoma lose to Kansas State. Those teams looked physical to me, Kansas State and Oklahoma. Yeah, K State's more of a Big Ten team than they are yeah. a Big Twelve team. Yeah. I, we, they've always been that way. Oh, though. I don't like I don't like Kansas against Kansas State at we'll all. See, we'll, we will no, see. I like Kansas State in that hey, game. I'm we'll sorry, Lance. I let I, the I, game I, play. No, Deuce Vaughn will give it. Deuce Vaughn will get. Hey, 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 Jake. Early prediction. Deuce Vaughn will get one fifty plus. That's pretty Kansas. standard for him, though. He doesn't get one. He got one sixteen the other night. Well, I mean, I'm saying he's a good, he's a great running back yeah. though. One fifty is not that great of a game anymore. He'll get one fifty. Um, regardless, uh, proud of Lance Leipold, proud of Kansas four zero, and certainly, certainly should be up on t- uh, at at near the top of Trev Albert's board. Yes, right. Yeah, deserves to be in that but, conversation. Yeah, arguably the top, but I think Aranda right now. And I'm hearing Aranda. I don't mind saying this. I'm hearing Aranda is the one to watch. And that was the rumor of last week. I mean, right across social media, you yeah. kept hearing that Dave Aranda was the hot name for Nebraska. Dave Aranda at Baylor. They go also at 11 a.m. kickoff on Saturday. They go. They hold off Iowa State, 31-24 to move to three and one overall loss at BYU that's right tough loss Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items like (gasps) Dave single with a 10-piece crispy nugs medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich spicy chicken with a Dave single Dave single with a strawberry lemonade strawberry lemonade strawberry lemonade if you're into that chicken Sam crispy nugs crispy nugs strawberry lemonade Dave's Dave's nugs nugs Sam Sam pick what you want at a price you want <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. Go on the road, lose at BYU. Now, why does Aranda make sense? Here's why Dave Aranda makes a lot of sense, and you have to think about Trev Alberts, okay? Aranda, as you know, is a defensive guy, so is Trev. Okay, Trev, you know, I mean, Trev was one of the nation's best defenders at Nebraska once upon a time, right? Pass rusher. Yes. He's also heavily influenced by Tom Osborne, and Aranda is a quiet, reserved type guy. Quiet, reserved type guy, defensive guy. Has has Baylor roaring. You know, somehow Baylor and Kansas have yeah. – Past Nebraska. It's, it's incredible, right? Yeah. And they're not even close. They've no. surpassed you pretty easily at this point. Yeah. Well, we have a, you have a good 7 a.m. topic about Kansas that we, we won't do. blow now. Yeah, we will. Save but, that. Yeah. I, these, you know what, Jake? I put these two guys on the number one, two on the hot board. I think they have to be. Aranda Leipold. Yeah, I think I think that we believe the Urban Meyer talk is probably going to end. It's it's re- <laughs> it's definitely subsided. It's, it's, it's subsided. So if we want to go to the realistic candidates right now, I think yeah, Leipold and, and Aranda are which way whichever way you want it, one and two probably. I wouldn't if I were Trev. I wouldn't. I don't know. I would just wonder where Urban. We don't get in, We don't have to get into an Urban Meyer discussion. But I just wonder where Urban is in his thoughts. Because I've heard he, it's not a closed deal. 
I mean, I don't think I'm, – I'm not looking at it like that. Yeah, Jake, yeah. I am not looking at it like Urban Meyer's out of this. Well, let me ask you, is it closed on Urban's end or on Trev's end? Well, that's, that's the question. That's the big question. Whose end it would be closed on? I think it would be more likely to be closed on Nebraska's I, end I first. agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, the Vegas Bobcat joins us live from Europe. Hello, Vegas. I don't know. Now that's, it just says live from Europe with a photo – Update a daytime photo of somewhere in Europe. It could be anywhere. I don't know where that photo is. Like, hell, hell, it could be Lawrence, Kansas, for all, all I know. But it, it it does say live from Europe. Okay. Hi. Hey. Hey, Bobcat. Thank you for joining us. So yeah, that we did get a chance to watch a lot. Here, here's the thing about this coaching search. Jake, hear me out. A lot of what we say is shaped by who we think they could get, right? Yes. When I put out, like, my personal list, I don't, I don't include some guys that I think would be higher than Aranda, for instance. I don't include someone that I think could be higher than Aranda because I don't think they could get person A or person B or person C. Who am I talking about? You know who would be great, but I just don't think it's available. It's Luke Fickle. Cincinnati's won 30 straight games at home. He's built Cincinnati into a like like this yeah. kind of like power. They're good. They're not great. They by took the way. down Indiana by 21, yeah, 45, yeah. 24 on Saturday. Yeah. Since he's not as good as they were last year. Well, they lost nine draft right, picks, right, right, including right. a top you know a top yeah. five pick in Sauce Gardner they're and st- their quarterback Desmond Ritter. They're still really good though. I want you to think about something. They've won 30 straight home games. They don't lose at home. Nebraska's lost two no more than how many lost at home? No, I guess they beat North two straight. They beat North right. Dakota. They've lost Nebraska's lost two straight home games. Fickle has a has a big time presence on the sideline. Big time presence. Big guy. He would be well, great. They're here. not scared of anybody. No. Like you know, again, they could have got murdered by Alabama. They they got beat last year. Mm-hmm. They, but they did it. They could have been worse. Right. They could have been like, you know, fifty to no, zero. They hung in there. Right. They, had, they it was it was team. they were competitive. They were somewhat. They were. They got pushed around up front. And then they lose nine draft picks, and Mm -hmm. they lose, uh, you know, this year to Arkansas, which Mm -hmm. is a good team, was top ten till loss this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they lose nine guys, and they're still a good football team. Right. So I'm thinking, yeah. So a lot of my thinking, and when I put out guys that I think Nebraska should go after, I don't put out certain guys I just don't think are available. I just don't think Fickle's available. If if I thought and I'm a little like that with Stoops, not as much, Mark Stoops. Not as much. I think you might be able to sway him. Maybe. Yeah. I, I'd say this and we'll get to Chris in a second on the hotline. Hang on, Chris. Um with with Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell was on the losing end on Saturday to Baylor, thirty one twenty four. If Matt Campbell, when they play Kansas this weekend, it's Kansas Iowa State this weekend. If they lose to Kansas, Nebraska fans will want him nowhere near that top of that board. Well, I don't think that's fair. I, I don't think it is. It, I, I think it's fair. Do you? Yes. Just these, a one-game evaluation? That's two. <laughs> he's lost to Aranda and He Bible. lost to Kansas, if that's right. the case. Right. And he's, Okay, now hold on. Let's if, stay if with Campbell. If those guys are all in the conversation of, of the next coach at Nebraska and both of them beat this head coach – and that becomes your top target, that's a little bit underwhelming. That strikes me as a little short-sighted, to be honest. Depends how it looks. They didn't look great on Saturday. I mean, they, they made it – they lost by seven 
they had a late field goal to make it a seven-point game, Iowa State. I would, t- I would give you this, if you put it this way. Campbell went seven and six last year in a year they were supposed to be a they were they were t- they were rated fourth as high as fourth yeah, were, in the preseason. They thought to be a playoff team before right. the season. Skidded to seven and six. If he gets lost number two against Kansas next week, and it looks like they're heading toward another you know seven and five, eight and four, six and six type season. Yeah, what now? Then I would ask you, why do you consider Matt Campbell? Why? why? Oh, I, I, yeah, I mean, if 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 he's going, if he has a disappointing 2021 followed by a so-so 2022, what are we doing? Yeah, that'd be disappointing. Yeah, I think a lot of the fan base would be disappointed. Now, if Campbell beats Kansas resoundingly, sure. and and then goes on nine or ten, then yeah, they, then I think you. you then it's in the conversation is different, but I ask you the question, Jake: Is that fair to all these guys? I mean, because because I guarantee a Kansas pretty soon is going to start losing. We don't know how Trev Alberts operates. The Not search, really, or who it, names kind of, we know some things. Yeah, we do, but we don't know even all the names he's looking at or who he's talked to yet. No, we don't. If we've talked to anybody, whoever you know, what the conversations have been, we don't know what goes through his head. This is where we do know a little bit, and I and I did this for the sake of the show. We do know, and I think we should remind people of what he has said. Right now, actually. Last week, right? Yeah, well, it's September 11th. Um, he, he was asked what, what he values in a head coach during that press conference to announce Frost firing. When the line of scrimmage was a big, was a big part of it. We want, a, we want a team that wins the line of scrimmage, Baylor. Kansas, to a certain extent, although Lance will tell you he does not have the horses up front that he needs. The offensive line, line the offensive line in the last two years, previous two seasons, gave up 63 sacks. How about this year? One. Well, one. 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 He ended the year with concerns about the line, and they've given up one sack through four games. One. He wants, he always, what else does Trev preach always? Fundamentals. Watch Kansas. Now, they they did have seven penalties in the game, but fundamentally they're sound, sound though. Yeah, they're really sound. For a team that was a joke for 10 years. Yeah. They're, they're now sound. That's what I'm saying. That's why Lightbulb's got to be up here. They're well coached. If you watch the game and Chris watched it, Chris just hold on. Chris watched it. They're, they're like you walk away from the game going, that's a well coached team. It's a good football team. Yeah, it's well coached. And they weren't good recently because now things have changed because the coaching is good. And they're buying into the coaching. Here's, here's what else Trev said. They're culture builders. They're culture builders. No. Look what Lance did. Goes Lance to Buffalo. Goes to Buffalo. Wins two MAC titles with a turnaround. He turned around that program. Culture builder. Turned around Kansas. By the way, Aranda fits all this, too. He fits well, all he this, did, too. You know, Matt Rule left him a good program at Baylor, to be fair. Okay, that's They, they true. were not in shambles when, that's a good when point. Aranda took over. Yeah, now, thank Kansas you. was in shambles when – Leipold took Thank over. you, you're right. Check to Leipold on that one versus the, Aranda. He wants grinders. I don't know about Aranda. Trev wants grinders. I don't know about Aranda, but God, Lance is an all-time grinder. Um, and then, you know, he wants people who represent the value of Nebraskans, whatever that means. I mean, Lance is basically a Nebraska. He's from Janesville, spent a lot of time here. 
um, coaching UNO in Nebraska. Anyway, um, we do know what Trev is looking for. And, again, back to Aranda. I mean, Aranda, defensive coach, Trev, defensive guy. Quiet, stoic, like Osborne, Aranda. Uh, there was a video of him slapping his coach's butts during the game, too. Yeah, that would be not Osborne-like. <laughs> no, well, this is a guy that's stoic like Tom. That was an interesting moment. There was a fact about Aranda that I read yesterday that I did not know. Did you know this? That LSU, is this, was this a typo in a story I read? That LSU paid Aranda $10 million as their defensive that coordinator? That seems like a typo, yes. Okay. There's yeah. no, there is no way. I mean, I read that. I mean, it may be over the, the duration of the time there. Okay. It was not $10 million a year. They didn't pay him 10 I think it was getting $2 million a year. Okay. Guys, yeah, was 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 I read it. Yeah, it was not 10 No way. No way. Yeah, that's, that was a typo. Typo. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that, that was not true. Yeah, I read that and thought, what? Well, we have to get to Chris, who's been patiently waiting on yeah, the Chris. Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, Steve Jake. Chris, you had to have a great weekend. Oh, you know, by week, so you can, I can just settle in on the on the couch or or in the kitchen, uh, uh, eating something and watching football. And and uh, you guys, you covered it. It was a big weekend for those folks that live inside the state boundaries of Kansas. Yes, uh, it was. You know, oh uh, God, they, yes. That, pardon, Steve. Oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Um, you know. If Kansas State hadn't stubbed their toe last week against yeah. Tulane, yeah. they'd probably be either ranked 10 to 15. But I see they snuck right inside the top 25, and I believe Kansas is right outside the top 25. If if I remember looking, I looked at the AP ratings yesterday. But you know, Steve Jake, yeah, what a what a story down there at, in Lawrence. I, I did watch some of that game uh it's kind of flipping back and forth but uh uh yeah kansas boy if they had a defense to go with that offense they'd be right in it this year and mm-hmm. I, i'm not counting them out of anything with uh oklahoma and texas getting beat this weekend but mm-hmm. uh, uh guys listen um go, getting outside the state boundaries of kansas uh hey i i've i, I tell you what Minnesota is issuing a warning. Yep, (laughs) yes, they are. To to any onlookers on their schedule. Uh, Now, I I think Michigan State was a little overrated. I think they missed that big running back they had last year. They're terrible. They're bad. Hey, Jake, Steve, they they went into East Lansing, and I tell you what, Minnesota looked looked like that was Ohio State in Minnesota uniforms. I mean, they Shalaki. bullied yeah. Michigan State. It was, a, it was a blowout, 34-7. to and yeah. that, touch, that touchdown was late to get them on the board, by the way, Michigan how, State. How about this stat, Chris? Yes, very late. Uh, and, and I tell you, Minnesota, was that last quarter, was running the ball every play. Because I think B.J. played. That's, his, that's their game. I just love that game that they play up there. It doesn't look like they dropped off on the offensive line much. Uh, and I was watching the statistics yesterday, looking at them. Minnesota is in the top three in total offense in the country, and they are number one in total defense, the only team 
allowing less than 200 yards per game uh, on total defense. Guys, this, to me, when I look down the road, the matchup with Nebraska, they're averaging almost 300 yards running a game. This is a, right now it looks like a horrible matchup for Nebraska. Keep in mind that Minnesota has played nobody. And, and I mean. They played Colorado, who is terrible right now. Absolutely. Yes. Terrible. And, and that includes Michigan State in the nobody category. I mean, they're, Michigan State's offensive line, Chris, you saw it. They couldn't push yes. a shopping cart right now. I mean, they, they, that's a bad offensive line. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Michigan State, I, I don't know. I, yeah, everybody, no, no, uh, unbelievably, we all kind of overestimated what they had up there. But, uh, but nonetheless, you guys, Minnesota's doing things to teams that they should be doing it to, and, and uh, uh, it's uh, very impressive. Uh, the only team ranked in the West Division – the only team, actually, you guys in the West Division getting any votes at all. Uh, I mean, the West Division shambles right now. Wisconsin, Ohio State, I, I, I watched that game Saturday night. Ohio State whipped them like, like they whipped Nothing. Nebraska a couple of times in the past. No challenge I mean, at all. No I mean, it was over in the first half quarter, Steve. Yeah, 30, it was. 38-7? That was, a, hey, Chris, I watched it, too, with you. We were watching it. That was a gross mismatch. I mean, yes, it was. Whoa! I mean, that is that really got got your attention. If you're a Big I, Ten fan, worried about it being too too tough at the top, God, that was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it, this is horrible. And and the Big Ten uh, West is is that you know it's always kind of reminded me of the Big Twelve North. You know, uh, it's go, it's going to take. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do to break through. And guys, it's. I tell you, it's going to be interesting the rest of the year. Uh, we'll see how Nebraska does against Indiana. But, uh, yeah, so Minnesota's issued a warning to anybody. Uh, and uh, I tell you, I, I, uh, I, it's going to be interesting. This West division. It's a mess right now. But, Steve, Jake, hey, listen, I uh, hope you guys had a good weekend. I'm going to hang up and listen. Thank you, Chris. Thank Appreciate you. the call. Should we go through Michigan State real fast? Yeah, you got 30 Two seconds. and two. Two and two. Seconds. At Maryland, two and three. Ohio State, two and four. I'll give them Wisconsin at home, three and four. At Michigan, three and five. At Illinois, three and six. I'll give them Rutgers, four and six. I'll give them Indiana, five and six. At Penn State, five and seven. Michigan State will finish no better in five You're and seven. You're saying missed bowl game for Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker, ten years, ninety-five million, no bowl game this year. Well, we will see how it plays no, out. I, 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 I gave, I'm giving them five and seven. They and, looked bad. And I'm giving them, I mean, I'm probably giving them the benefit of the doubt at five and seven. We will see. When we come back, Adrian Martinez lit up the Sooners on Saturday. We'll discuss his performance next in early break of the ticket. 